episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And we are so happy to be back for another fun-filled episode. Yes, and before we get started, guess what, y'all? Today is Iman's birthday. Today, 31 years ago, our co-host, I said Beyonce, oh my god, I'm cracking up, (laughs) Iman. Yvonne was born. Isn't that amazing? Oh, I can't believe it. 31. She, she 31. Iman don't like me saying 35, but. Oh my God. I'm okay with 30 fun at this point. Because 30 has been pretty fun so far. So, yes, today is her birthday. And I know y'all. When we don't do it, y'all give us shit. But guess what? Suck it. Because she's here and <laughs> we're doing it. And today is her damn day. Well, first of all, you know how black people do it. It's her birthday week. So, you know, holla at your girl. Like, it's her birthday week. Make some noise for her. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like the brunchers definitely bullied me into not skipping. <laughs> I was so afraid of the backlash and I was like, let me just do it. Because I was about to say, fuck it, two tears in a bucket. It's your birthday. But I know, I know. And it's like, it's nice to do it on Mondays, but also like I'm just so used to having Monday to not do the podcast. Yeah. Monday's like a little breather day. Tuesday's when we do it. So you know what? It is a gift, a true present to even have the show and to have a group of people who want to listen. So very thankful, happy to be here, and excited to, you know, get into the show. Yep. So, thank you for the birthday love, Sabria, and mm-hmm. for the folks who've already wished me happy birthday on Twitter, Instagram, thanks. I really appreciate it. Um, birthday plans coming this weekend, so keep an eye on the socials for birthday outfits, birthday pics, birthday fun. Yes, I can't wait. I'm excited. do 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 so let's get into this show. Let's talk about our phase four for the week, for this week. So um, I have had a few cookouts this summer, um, but I haven't had as many cookouts as in which I'm used to in the summer. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Sabria feels the same way. Like, I'm used to every other weekend kind of cookout. Thing. But, you know, people getting older... Folks are busy, and it's hard to really do that. All the, and shit is expensive, too. Yes. That's another reason why I think people don't cook out as much. Like, it costs too much. And it's like you would literally have to do things potluck style. Like, you bring this, you bring this. And that's not really how barbecues work, yeah. you know? Nah. So, anyway, uh, me and Sabria said, hey, it's summer. One of the last few weeks of summer. What's our fave for, you know, cookout moments? Like, what are the things we love most about going to cookouts? Okay, so what I love most about going to a cookout is, so this is, I love the, the buildup, this is number one. So like when you get there, usually, well, especially for Emons, I'm always the first person there. <laughs> Sabrina so, sets things up. Yes. Sabrina come in different clothes and then got to change, <laughs> got to shower and change at the house. Exactly. So I come like that. So I love like being a part of the setup and then see people trickling in and then mm-hmm. y'all talking, y'all be able to hear people like you be able to hear the conversation. And then by like the, like the middle, like when things are ramping up, when the sunset, you can't hear over the music, people dancing, people just smile. You just <laughs> smiling at somebody. Cause you don't know what they saying. Um, 
Sorry. You know, everybody, <laughs> the shy person start eating. Like, you know, I like that. Like, you know, the build. So I would say like the build up, the that's like really my favorite um, part. I love smiling when you can't hear nothing. But because my thing is like, this volume is so loud. Why are you trying to tell me this story? Yeah, right. It's like wow. It's like why are you like when the volume is loud? You need to ask questions like where the plates, yeah. like things like that that are very easy to make up. Like don't start telling me about your new job because I'm just gonna smile. Like what can you? You can't hear. Yeah, like what? Um, so my sec the second thing on my list, so I had like um I put South Philly cookouts when I was a kid. So mm. this is a favorite. This is okay, the scene, like it's the early two thousands. I'm a kid and like my mom was outside, okay? We was outside. My mom we was in South Philly, like double parked, if you know you know. Um, we out there like until we got his babies falling asleep in the chair. We out there for a long time, but it was a bunch of kids out there, and I just loved it. The block was blocked off. Like when I tell you, nobody has block parties like South Philly. I mean, mm-hmm, maybe I'm being true. biased, but like it was just so fun. Like it was just always so many kids, and like it was always something to do, playing and stuff like that. And I just love seeing like the older women. Like, you know, my mom and her friends and stuff laugh and kiki and make jokes and, like, really be cracking up. Like, and then, you know, because I'm, like, like eight. I'm, like, mm. five, like you know, I'm, like, eight years old or, like, I'm, like, five to eight years old in the back of the car, like, knocked out. Because, you know, my mom had me there. It's the summertime, so I don't got school. So, we leave in the South Philly at, like, 12 a.m. in the back of the car, knocked out. Like, that was just... I'm like, like that's so crazy. Like, you get old. And, like, I just can't wait to be able to do that kind of... I mean, well, it's not going to be the same because, like, I plan on, like, not living in Philly. So, it's not going to be the same. But I'm just like, you just had to be there, like... It just was like the vibes was different. Like I just loved it. Um, uh, another um favorite cookout move a moment. Um, is I like the beginning as well when um somebody is I forgot what it's like not charcoal because my dad don't use charcoal. So like mm. the wood, like the my dad be using like cedar wood, like type mm. stuff. Yeah, you didn't get fancy. Yeah, with he it. gets very like he be getting very fancy, very food network with it. So I love when like the grill is like starting up, and you can like just smell that like and like one of my favorite scents is hickory mm. and um maple, and like just smelling those smells like when not even like food is on a grill like when that. I love that. I'm like, mm, it's about to get started. It's about to get started. Um, and then, okay, that's three. The last, excuse me, the last one is, my voice is shaking sound. I said the last one. Um, the last one is when, you know, when your favorite person show up. Or somebody that you've been waiting, like, say yep. it's somebody that was at work, and you're like, oh, is someone someone gonna come? You're like, I don't know. Like, she get they off were, at seven. Yeah, whatever. And then they come, you be like, ah, but I love it. <laughs> you literally meet them at the door. Yep. You meet them at the door, like, as they're coming in, or they, te- they like, text you, like, where you at? Like, you meet them. It's just, no, I love, I love all those memories. All those memories. Um, That was your last one? Mm-hmm. That was my last one. Right. Well, first on my list is the food and the drinks. So I love cook. I love a cookout plate. I think that's my favorite plate. <laughs> Next to um Thanksgiving. Because that Christmas should be plates. sloppy, okay? 
Uh, but you know how I, we do for our vegan Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, we don't miss nothing. We don't miss out on nothing. But <laughs> I feel the same way about, like, a vegan cookout food. First of all, the pasta salad. Mm-hmm. Mm, 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 mm. Corn and, like, the grilled vegetables. And you know my favorite is the vegan glizzy and the vegan... Oh, my God. Like, those... That is what I live for. That's the type of food that I eat too, way too much of. Um, I also really love the the drink. Like... I don't know if y'all family do this, but every time my family has something, it's like a big, 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 like, you know, one of those containers where you press the button. Like, what's those things Yes, called? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you put your cup under yes, it. Yes, you yes, yes. flick the little thing, and you, it's like some type of, it, it's always Hennessy in it. Let's let's be clear. Yeah, it's y'all be like wilding over there. <laughs> y'all and be wilding in their family. My aunt always makes two different types of punches. And one is always, like, Hennessy, and then the other one always has, like, a tequila slash rum type of situation. And I love watching people enjoy it. Um, And for my 26th birthday, I tried my hand at making two punches. Again, one with Hennessy and the other one with rum and tequila. And maybe I'm sick. It's nothing like seeing people get absolutely, (laughs) like, shit-faced off of something you made. (laughs) Like, oh, so it's good and it's strong? I love that. I love a good punch. Um, so yeah, food and drinks, number one on my list. Number two would be the line dancing. Yes, yes, I, yes. And right foot stomp. When I hear that, yeah, I feel like I feel like mm-hmm. I am in my zone. Like back it up and jump. That music, line dancing bring people together. Line dancing, especially if it's a cookout that you aren't hosting at your, at your own home. You know, like Sabrina said, you get to a cookout, some people be shy. <laughs> by the time dancing start playing, by the time you had some rum punch, by the time you hear that song, you you dancing next to the auntie that you thought was mean. Yeah. You, know, you like, oh, you thought nobody here liked you. Next thing you know, how is that true? When they showing you how to do the wobble. You know, it brings people together. And I feel like there are times where I just remember being taught the electric slide as a kid. Like, it'll be an aunt that probably don't even remember that she taught me, but I remember that she taught me. Like, I remember that she was like, now, you know, now hit the ground, come back up. Like, you just, it's just a core memory. Mm-hmm. Core, core memory. Um, next, uh, seeing my cousins all at once. Like, that's something I love. Like, I feel like the concept of friends joining the cookout is very new to me. I feel like once I met Sabria, uh, so high, from high school on, a lot of my friends have come to my cookouts, which has been great. But up until then, it was just like when I go to cookouts, I didn't expect to see no friends, just my cousins and family. But having all your cousins at one place at one time, it's like yes. you all sit together, y'all all be talking, y'all be taking pictures. It's just good vibes. <laughs> and I'm just like, thinking about the pictures that y'all take. Like I'm just thinking about the cousins doing the... The gang signs, you know, what's up? And you being, it's like that, um, you know, that picture of, uh, I don't know if you ever seen it, it's Sailor Moon, and she like in the middle of like all these hood niggas. <laughs> that's how it be. Oh my, yep, that's really how it be. And also like seeing your cousins uh, as grown as people, <laughs> but you feel like when you link together, it's the same as like when we were all, all 11 of us was at my grandma's house in North Philly watching Apollo it's like it's the same it it just goes (laughs) right back there it goes right back to like me and my cousin Kiki having dance dance contests like you just feel like you can be your most 
truest self sometimes, like at cookouts with your cousins. And then finally, taking pictures. That's my yes, favorite. You love, <laughs> I love yes, pictures. you love but taking pictures. I, I love taking pictures, but I love taking pictures at cookouts yes. because everybody's there at once. And like we had pictures from cookouts that you don't even really think about. Like you just everybody my family like group pictures. Like literally y'all everybody in the family love get a group pictures. And y'all be recruiting me into group pictures. That's hilarious. Yep. You said real try to stand to the side. They'll be like, get in. Get in. <laughs> Like, we don't play that. So it's like, we had, I remember one time we took this group picture. I was probably about 15 or 16 years old. It was like an awkward, like, moment for me. I didn't really like how my hair was done. I didn't want to get in the picture. I didn't like my outfit. But I'm so happy I got in that picture because at the time, the matriarch of our family had came down. And that was the last picture we got with her. And it's literally like 50 of us in the middle of a street in North Philly taking a picture. It's a perfect family picture. And now every year that goes by, that picture just feels more important. And I'm like, pictures are so important. They are so important. And family events, like cookout, you're outside. The lighting is great. The kids is playing around. I just love cookout pictures. They're, They're absolutely the best. It's wild that I don't have any. And I always have pictures on my phone. But it's wild to me that I don't have pictures of your all-white party. Um, wait, which one was it? I was wilding that party. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you were doing a dirty wine? Um, I had The last time I did it. <laughs> <laughs> you was going real crazy. I was, and then white pants. I had pants. pictures from that, Sabrina. Okay, I, I don't them. have no pictures as well. Yeah, I find them. I, <laughs> I was off the walls. I'm like, Skip. and you was in all white. In all white. <laughs> Imagine that, y'all. Sabria, wearing all white. Yeah, you'll never get that again. Well, I appreciate it. I'm happy I got it on camera. While I could. <laughs> um, but that was yeah. That I think that was one of the first cookouts of mine you came to. I was wild. I think I had like a fuck ass bob too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had a shortcut. Yeah. Was like it was like long in the front. No, I think it was a bob. I think it was like a. Sabria, I don't think it was a bob. Was it? I thought I had a no, door to explore. No, because when bob. we graduated from high school, you had oh, that haircut you did for prom. Not me remembering your hairstyle. So. I did. It's because I look at the pictures more than you do. That's why. I did. I, it was long in the front and tapered mm-hmm. in the back. I did. It wasn't a yep. fuck ass bob. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely giving. Um, Definitely giving good memories, uh, and we love a cookout. We do. We love a good cookout. We do. Tell us what you like about cookouts. Do y'all be cooking out? Thoughts? Yeah. Opinions? Do you, do you call it a barbecue? Do you like a bar? That's crazy to me. Do you call it a barbecue, or do you call it a cookout? Let us know. <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> All right, so let's get into toast for assists. All right, who are we toasting for this week? This week... <laughs> We're toasting for the the super black people that ran up on those white people in protection of the black security guard in Alabama on that boat. That was wild. I cannot believe they was went. Because, like, the first video, I was like, wait, it don't look like nothing. But then the second video, that's where all the meat, because I I saw it on Twitter. That was where all the juice was. That was nuts. Like, they was fucking them people up, like, real bad. They were fucking up people up real bad. But to see, like, the black security guard doing his job, telling people, those these, you know, white boaters that they cannot park their boat somewhere. And for them to get so angry that they feel like they could hit him and attack him and jump him, I had no forgiveness in my heart for what they got back. 
Um, I just feel like it gets to a point where you start to think to yourself, they could have killed that man. No, for real. They was they, all... they were fighting him really bad, and they would have kept going had nobody, like, intervened. Yeah, right? That was so... He was by himself. He was... They thought... <laughs> They thought he was by himself. And yeah, he thought, he, he thought he was by himself, he too. Thought he, imagine how scared he might have been. Yeah, he thought exactly. he was by himself. But that's, I think that, like, I can appreciate if black people just started showing up more like that universally. When we see one of us getting attacked, getting jumped, and I think we do. Let me say that. Yeah. I think we do, but I don't think that there has never been an opportunity as clear as that one where you just see a bunch when of white people jumping a black man. got that chair? Somebody said that was just overkill. I was. <laughs> he wanted to hit somebody with a chair all his life. I don't even think he knew like it was a woman that he hit. I feel like he just was like, I want to hit somebody. But she wasn't the only one he hit. That's the yeah. Thing. He just he hit other people. So I but, feel. And she, you, I, 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 I watched the video from multiple angles, multiple times, I'm right? Up. And she wasn't innocent. She no, was none of them too. was. But did you see the picture where? The man, the man was laying down and his Crocs slid up his leg. Yes. Do you know how crazy somebody got whoop your ass to your Crocs <laughs> slide up your leg? They didn't come off his feet. They slid up his leg. Yeah, like it broke his feet, broke through the bottom That's part. And it, wild. Okay. And and the guy who was swimming to, to help, he wanted to fight. Yes. He definitely wanted to fight. Because I ain't going to lie, like I may have wanted to jump in, but if I was like not there... I don't, I wouldn't have swam. He also is 16, so. Oh, so he, he, he was 16 year old yeah. getting it in? Yes, he's 16 year old. That's the only reason why he was able to swim like that. You think somebody our age would be able to do that? Yes. I feel like it's a lot of men just being good You know what? Sometimes. That's true. His mom was like, yes, black people do swim. <laughs> I'm crazy. she, um, they posted his cash app. Um, cause people are he in jail. Um, no, I don't think so. But I, okay, you know, good. people, people just be wanting to give people money and what y'all yeah, and they and they should <laughs> and they should. Yeah, so, so he got his little coin. But I like that his mom wasn't like, we don't condone. Like, come on with that shit. Like, yeah, we don't condone uh jumping. But it just was so funny to me that um my mom showed me this meme and they called the boy who was swimming. They call him Aquaman. <laughs> He was that made me be like, damn, I wish I knew how to swim. That made me be like, damn, like we really don't play about each other. Like all the oh, we don't stick together. Not not Alabama, we do. <laughs> they I cannot believe the way that was he swam. Nuts. That was just nuts all around. And I just think to myself, like, imagine those white people who just thought that they was gonna, you know, attack a older bl- black security guard, you know, they thought they was gonna attack him. Now you got you, you got beat up, your uncle got beat up, your mom got beat up, your auntie got beat everybody got beat up because y'all because of y'all actions. Was it worth it? Yeah, absolutely not because y'all it's charges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm confused about who all's charged though. Because it was so many people. It's like, <laughs> how could you charge like it was so many people. And I, I just feel like, obviously, I'm a bit biased in understanding. Like, I'm not thinking about it from a legal standpoint. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it from a, like, hey, this is not fair standpoint. But I just feel like, how on earth, how on earth could you not say that the people who attacked a man while doing his job are 100% the reason behind this and everybody else was just acting in protection? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like 
like me, if I was looking at it, like if I was the law, I would be like, oh, the whites, um, they're wrong. Yeah. But, that's what I was So they saying. definitely antagonized. I could not believe that they just started whooping up on that man because he was doing his job. Yeah. That was crazy. Insane. Insane. You niggas is sick, honey. So toast to, toast to solidarity. <laughs> toast to, like, we just need to look community. Like, we need to look out for each other like that. We really do. We absolutely do. We absolutely do. Her. All right. Let's get into this tea time. Uh, Lord, I have been having a lot of feelings about this one. Woo. So Lizzo, three of her former dancers are accusing her of sexual harassment and she is denying it. So um, Lizzo is facing a lawsuit. I'm actually um, pulling this uh, these claims from Vox Magazine or, or Vox News. Which one is it? I think Vox it's Vox News. News. Okay, Vox News. So um, Lizzo uh, is facing a lawsuit that levels serious allegations, including claims that she created a hostile work environment and engaged in sexual harassment. So a few examples of this um, were saying there was an incident with a banana, which I don't want to get into too much. Um, But uh, it's essentially saying that, like, she was inappropriate. Like, if the... You know, they went to a strip club after a show. Like, Lizzo would be in encouraging people to do things that they themselves may not have been comfortable with. Um, that she made comments about the dancer's weight, um, put people through grueling rehearsals um, that led one dancer to soiling herself. Um, they were saying that she um, just would... Uh, if, if you didn't do what she said... She would take the people who like were on her good side on vacation, and the people who were on her bad side felt as if their employment was at risk. So that that's that's what the claims are saying. I just feel like it's just so. One of my things is I hate when somebody talented gets in like a sticky situation where like their name is just like smeared and shit now. It's like something that's very hard to come back from. Because it's just like, ugh, like you know, why? Because like, there's so many people who go through their careers and are never in these types of situations. Um, and it's just like, ugh, like you know, it's just like, ah, it's just, ah, it's just so it's very uncomfortable. It's very sad because, especially because, you know, she's at the height of her career right now. She's mm-hmm. on tour. She's like the first plus size black woman to do a lot of things and she's like the first of her kind honestly mm-hmm. if you want to be frank and it's just like for this to happen it's just very like ugh, it's just very sad um and it's just very like um you're just like you know of course we weren't there so we don't know everything that happened but for me personally the body shaming thing, I know there is internalized fatophobia, but that is like kind of like very far fetched for me personally. Yeah, it's not making sense. That it does it's, it doesn't I'm really not saying make that sense. everything has to make sense, but that's the part that it's just like, well, I choose to be really critical when people come for plus size black women because I see how everyone's responding. And they're responding so negatively, in my opinion, because they didn't like Lizzo anyway. They don't. Yeah. It's so much. It's so much hatred towards her. So much hatred towards Megan Thee Stallion. So I tend to be a little bit more like, hmm, let me see before I just 
own whatever people say because that's I, I just feel like we our society has come to the point where we believe things regardless of if they've been backed up at all it's just like that's what they said and now we're going to take it on as the truth even though we weren't in the same room and if it was somebody like Lil Boozy, I'm sorry, given his record, given how he shows up, I think I would believe it a bit more. But with Lizzo, like, talking about fat shaming, I just don't see that. Now, again, there are, like people say, if you ever want an example of a big person shaming another person, just go look at your aunties. Yeah. <laughs> and that's facts, that right? Is. How many of us got big back aunties that always are clocking our weight? Yeah. Raise his hand. Yeah. Right? There are, that happens 100% in our community. But, like, what, is Lizzo that person? Who who would know? Our, my auntie is also not somebody that's, like, making a whole, She's not body positive to herself. Yeah. She's not body positive to herself. She's not promoting this. And, uh, it's just crazy. So, my next question is, like, is, like, are people from our generation just a bit different? And not even just our generation, like, Gen Z, too. I feel like... They are getting a not. Let's just put aside these folks coming forward with the comments. Like I think our generation can just be a little bit too trigger happy with abuse. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I think they can be a little too trigger happy with consent, abuse, this, that, to the point where like, okay, you can get me. You can y'all can pull y'all can find black girl brunch problematic too. Y'all can find anything problematic because. The world is not set up so systemically that nothing is going to fall into the bucket of making you uncomfortable. Yeah, and like <laughs> it's just going to happen. You're going to feel uncomfortable, and like even when the girls went to TMZ, which I'm like, that's to me the first mistake. Personally, yeah, if you got a lawsuit against somebody, why are you on TMZ? Go, go, just you know, go to court. Like that's the best thing to do when you have a suit like that. Go to court, not go to the media because now it's looking like you want attention. You want to sabotage somebody. Yeah. And Harvey asked them, uh, so did you feel like your employment was at risk? And they're like, it was implied or it felt like or the girl she liked could go on vacation with her. And I'm like, okay, you're not going to tell me that's not happening to Drake right now. You're not going to tell me that Drake Posse, Drake Band, they don't go out to strip clubs together and he encourages behavior and whether people want to do it or not is up to them, right? You're not going to tell me that the guy who goes straight home instead of goes to the club, he might be hired, but he might not be the one who gets to go to Turks and Caicos with Drake. The one who's with him all the time, who's his right hand, who he feels the closest with gets to do that. And I'm just like, I, I just... Mate, right? Is it right or wrong? You're gonna have to talk talk to that with your with your mother. You know about yeah. right or wrong. That's how it goes. Like that would be more than likely how Black or Brunch went too. Like the people we hit it off with most, more than likely would be the ones we have the most proximity to. Yeah, exactly. And like, like this just made me realize like a bigger like on a bigger scope, like just a bigger conversation outside of Lizzo. Like for instance, there are people who are famous right now who have been mean to people that I know or they mean to me and I don't feel the need to like broadcast it or like some people like they were mean in a way that it wasn't like detrimental to my mental health it was just like high school like petty shit right. um and like like 
I don't want to like sound like a bitch and like say stuff like people don't have to be nice to you, but like some people are just not nice people. And that's not a crime. And it's really not a crime. <laughs> it's not a crime. Like, you know, it's really not a crime to like not be a nice person. Um, I mean, depending on how you're being mean, like, you know, like there are people who are like bitchy and like, ugh, like I didn't, like there's like cashiers who have been bitchy to me, but I don't feel like they like, you know, deserve any less or like, I don't feel like they deserve to like, you know, I feel like there are so many things just especially, excuse me, at my age, like saying that somebody was mean to me. Um, I'm like, I'm going to either, I'm going to stand up for myself or like, I'm just going to be like, okay, whatever. Like I just, being I just can't like as somebody who actually um experienced abuse it's kind of like very um what's the word I'm looking for like it's it's like it kind of I want to say like not hurts my feelings but it just makes me like not even want to share my story when people like say like oh somebody was mean to me and it was this and the third and I'm just like like it was like high school petty shit and it's like there's some of us who experience like some real fucked up things and I feel like I don't even I shouldn't even like tell my story because then I have to think oh was this person just being mean to me um or like it's just like not that big of a deal or like was this really a thing of abuse because there's so many like instances where people have been like I guess like snarky to somebody or like for instance like if somebody has a group of friends and they are like you know I just want to talk to my friends I don't want to talk to nobody outside of this person and like they just give a look or whatever and they're just like you know and I'm trying to like engage with them and they're just like okay um I'm not going to like, you know, take that. To, I'm just going to be like, oh, this person is uh, never again. Like, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'll see you in court, you know? Or the, or I'm not going to call you out publicly or try to sue yeah. you. Now, I guess with this person being an employer, it feels a little bit different. But I, I just, I just, I, I want to say, oh, it's the entertainment industry, but that's not even true. Like, it's every industry that you work in that you have different, like, uh, boss styles. You know, you have different leadership styles. Yeah. Like, I definitely have benefited from, like, um, likability. Yeah, work. and the thing. That's a thing. Exactly. It's going to always happen. No matter where you go, we're going to sue everybody. Yeah. Like, it's just, it seems, I mean... One thing I will not speak on is the sexual harassment claims because one, I just don't feel comfortable ever questioning sexual harassment. Yeah. If you feel like you were sexually harassed or somebody was doing something, that's one thing. But um, I'm more so speaking on like the work conditions and what they describe. Their words, what they decided to share, I feel like, or it was implied, like if I'm working with even Beyonce and I don't like her conditions of working, I'm leaving working with her. And I'm like, I may gossip about it, like with people, but I'm not doing the like lawsuit thing because this is the industry. Like this is the industry you're in. And also what happens when people are trying to create a like disciplined environment to move things forward? That's going to always hurt somebody, people's, I think that's going to always hurt Gen Z feelings. Like that structure, that discipline. That, that, like, need to kind of just, like, show up consistently. I don't know. Like, I don't know, Lizzo. 
I do get the feeling that she's definitely not all that we think she is, like sunshine and rainbows. Oh, for sure. But is she a villain? I don't, I'm not buying it personally. Yeah, yeah, villain, I don't see that. But I can definitely, like, she probably is mean. <laughs> she, yeah, she probably, she probably is, is like mean. snarky. She probably is like mean and snarky, which um I can see. Yeah, because even I can see in her um on her HBO special, she was saying like about how with her boyfriend now, like she was just so a messed up person, and she just felt like why can't I like get it together to be with him and all that stuff like that. And I feel like when you admit something like that, then you definitely are not a nice person. Um, mm-hmm. Like, and she has mental health issues, which often can cause like the up roller coaster. Not all the time. Not yeah. saying everybody who has mental health issues can't control how they treat others, but I'm saying that sometimes that can, you know, impact how a person uh, shows up depending on how bad their mental health issue is or mood disorder is. Yeah. Like, you know that sh- that can impact mood. Yeah, because it just was like nuts to me how like. It was like the comments is like it just it was like you know it's a shame that like you know what happened happened and just like the flood of comments like how but people were saying it's just like oh my god and I get it like I mean I personally wouldn't sue this is random but I'm learning more and more as I get older there are a lot of people who sue people like a lot of people who sue people um but. It just, like, I just wish it didn't have to be this big thing because it's turning into something bigger. And I get it. You want somebody to pay the price, you know, because they did something to you. But it's just, like, it's just a it's just a very unfortunate situation. It is very unfortunate. It very, it, it's so it's, sad. It's and, so sad. But it just, I thought, I saw people just fully take it on as the truth. And I just thought that, like, damn, like, I just feel like Lizzo don't deserve to not be at least given, like, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Now, if she was accused of, like, shooting somebody, like, Tory Lanez, I'd be like, whoa, because you don't just get your name thrown in the hat for shooting. Unless you literally had, like, some proximity to somebody being shot. Yeah. No, for real. But when you hear that, okay, she has have she's having sexual harassment, and we know how people can spin sexual sexual harassment to me anything. I just don't. I don't know. I'm just not buying it. And I'm like, maybe there's some bias with me about like, oh, Lizzo's a woman, and her accusers are women, and like she doesn't seem like she was attracted to them. And it's like sexual harassment is more than just like being coming on to somebody. It's like how you can make them feel. But my question is like, why were you at the strip club? Yeah, I wouldn't. If you didn't want to participate in strip club things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, I don't know. I feel like if you go out to strip clubs with people, people bound to like engage by do it, do it, do twerk, 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 twerk. And I'm, I'm not, it's just unrealistic in my opinion to think somebody going to get into the strip club with you and be like, do, you have, do I have consent to encourage you to do that? Yeah. Why were you there? Yeah, I don't get that either. I didn't know that they were like at the strip club. So like. It was some type yeah. of club where somebody had like a banana. Oh, that. Yes, yes, yes. That club. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, I did know of that. Yeah, I wouldn't go. Like me personally, I don't want to see that. So I went and went. Like if that meant. Like, I get it. You know, people 
some people feel like they have to do stuff like that in order to keep their job. And that's what they said, essentially. They felt like, oh, if we don't do it, um, the, the girls who do that type of stuff with her, they get to go on vacation. They get to go, like, do all these extra things. So I'm like, so, but that's not saying... It, so if you felt like if you didn't do it, you would just be your job versus her friend. And that that's probably the truth. Oh, yeah. Because y'all now true. are not meant to be friends because you don't have the same interest. Yeah. She's interested in doing banana sexual activities <laughs> with people and you that not. Ain't me. So yeah. now y'all, yeah, me and Lizzo wouldn't have been going on vacation together. And I would have been like her and the other girls into that freaky deaky shit. I'm into dancing. Yeah. That's what I'm into. And that's why I'm not going to go. Or... Here's the thing. I'm the type of person I would go, and if I don't want to do something, I'm just not going to do it. And you going, what you going to fire? You going to fire me or or what? I just I don't know. You know, it's hard to say when you're in that situation, but I don't know. I just think that they got very uncomfortable with circumstances that they put themselves in in a way uh, by going to these places, knowing that they would have never been down. Yeah. I, oh my god. I don't know. I don't know. We weren't there. I don't know. But that's what, if my honest opinion. I'm, given what I've heard, the accusations versus their TMZ interview, it's just something's not clicking. Yeah, the TMZ, but I, when I saw that, I was like, huh? Yeah, and I was like, am I crazy? So I made my little comment about, I just don't feel like this is very like concrete. And then I looked at the quote retweets, and other people were saying the same thing. Like, the body positive, I mean, the, the body shaming, and... The that was just very. I'm like, huh? But yeah, you don't need to be people to be your friends. Like, you don't. That's the gag. Like, you know. Um. Also, that we would that also like pivoting going to um Doja Cat being weird. Um. So Doja Cat's big thing right now is like, um, the word is like parasocial relationship so she don't like she's like fuck it like my fans like y'all need to stop like we are not like you know you don't have to like me we don't have to distance blah 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 she said like she had a video and was like there's a bunch of people i listen to and like i don't i don't think necessarily like them i like their music whatever but she's right about she is right but Mm -hmm. i did see people um, so I saw something yesterday and I was like, huh, because there's like always different perspective of things. So if you know Doja Cat, Doja Cat is somebody who was definitely is, is because she who else is doing lives every day? She's a chronically online person. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why she actually has her thing is because she's a chronically online person. And she built a community. She built a community online mm-hmm. and that was able to groom her success. Um, like even cause of a lot of people, like I saw her in a video before, um, because I, I watch music videos on YouTube, YouTube and like an artist I was watching, it was like suggested Doja Cat and it was like that go to town video. And I didn't really like it. I was like, Oh, I like her look, but I don't really like her. Never yeah, thought her about, mo- never mm-hmm. thought about it after that. Then, like, a few, like, maybe, like, a year later or two years later, um, that's when the move video was, mm. like, on Twitter. And it I, was a joke. Yeah, it was, it like was a, a joke. joke. And I didn't even really like that. I thought it was, like, corny. Um, I loved it. <laughs> and, yeah, it was just, like, it was irritating to me. Um, 
And then that's when she started getting a lot of traction. And that's when like she started, I was like, oh, I've seen her before. Um, And that's when like she started actually evolving into an artist. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, I get it. You don't want like, because I don't have as many followers here, obviously, but I'm somebody that's been online since I was 11, like, yeah, 11 years old. Um, which is, that's crazy. Cause that's 20 years I've been on social media, but mm. anyway, um, but I was like, don't shoot me. I'm a millennial. But anyway, um, I've been online since I was 11 years old and I mean on social media. So yeah, social media since I was 11 years old. So I understand I've had times where people tried to like get too familiar with me and it made me uncomfortable that I never was trying to do what she was doing. So I feel like now she's upset because her fans are calling her out about the man that she's dating who has been seen who like you know i think um was in like something with like talking to underage girls um he's done blackface and skits like he was just all over like um creep and he's a twitch streamer and like which to be a twitch streamer you have to be chronically online like you know Mm -hmm. Anyway, so people started like bringing up receipts and all that stuff about her boyfriend and that has made her mad. And that's when she's like, but I think that video or her talking about that was like before all this, but people have always been saying stuff about the guy she dates because she dates guys who are just not good. Um, so yeah, she likes is snapping about that. She got mad because her fans were calling themselves kittens, which is a name that I think that she get her fan base. And she was like, if you're a fan of mine, you never <coughs> call yourself that or whatever. <coughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm talking hard as shit. But she was just acting, just acting weird, like flipping out her fans. And I get it. Like People, again, like I said, I cannot stress enough, I get people trying to build parasocial relationships and try to be, like, overly familiar. But it's like, Doja, you were that chronically online weirdo. Like, there was a big scandal because you were in some chat room that I never, I don't even know what chat it was. Maybe it was Tiny Chat or something. You were in, like, a big chat with a bunch of nerds. Yeah. Yeah, I think she just wanted to do it in peace. That's her problem. Right yeah. there. She just she wanted to be she wanted to be like the the white man's who are in peace. And y'all are fucking with her. Y'all fucking it up. She can't do it. That's Doja Cat problem. <laughs> Doja Cat problem is that she can't be like her sneaky. Her being sneaky. Like her wanna just be with white men all day and don't want nobody to call her out and she's just it's, it's like when she gets to be goofy on the internet and get instant attention, she loves parasocial relationships. Yeah. But when they're calling her out and it's like, baby girl, this is what fans do. And I'm like, in the same way that, you know, internet made people close enough to you to make you, um, to make you famous, they think they're close enough to you now to engage in your social life. They can't. And you kind of have to put that boundary up through privacy, gotcha. you know. Like again, it won't. It's not. It's not. I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm saying that I believe it's unavoidable. And I think that there isn't one celebrity at this point that can have a relationship without us doing exactly what we're doing here, talking about mm-hmm. it, because that's like that's part of just like pop culture. Um, do people get too familiar? For sure. But I just think that no matter which way you swing the bat. 
it's never okay to be disrespectful and mean to your fans mm-hmm. like, I, or to your supporters, whatever you'd like to call them. I don't care. Like, I don't care if people from Black Girl Brunch become overly friendly with us. <laughs> we spent the last six years being y'all friends. Talking like friends to y'all, you know, making, you know, people listen to music, people listen to podcasts in times where they are by themselves and these voices come in their head, that come, come through their head and you have people saying like, oh, you mean this to me or you help me in this way. So to know you have that responsibility, I think it's really shitty to call somebody a loser that's supporting you. Because they don't actually have to. Nobody yeah, has weird. to do anything. And I feel like it's sad because Doja Cat is so damn creative and so cool and so talented. You know, it's just her energy and her attitude. She's just weird. You know, she doesn't... She's always trying to be edgy. She's always trying... She don't want to be... I'm sorry. I think Doja Cat don't want to be black. That's what her problem is. But it's is, crazy because, me. like, she uses niggas so much in her of music. Of course, because it's convenient. That's the cool part about being black. But I feel but like I think- even if she was fully white, she still would use it. <laughs> I'm going to say, that fight never changed. I think that she's so mad that we don't see her like Avril Lavigne. That's what she want. <laughs> she want us to... Because will Avril Lavigne fans ever call themselves the kittens? No. Because she's a rocker, you know? But she, or or like Paramore fans, like what do they call themselves? Just fans of Paramore. She wants that fan base. She don't want the fan base that she actually has. You know, she wants the fan, the cooler, edgier <laughs> fan base. And like that's what I feel like her problem is right now is that she's not being consumed by the people that she envisions, like, you know, just white people, you know? And, you know, people that she thinks are cool, which I'm sorry, who are actually lame as fuck. Because your boyfriend's lame. That he goes is to show so me. lame. You don't have no cool Oh, my detector. God. He was your so, cool meter broke as hell. It's so <laughs> broke. Because I'm like, that is so... Like, I was looking at... When they posted the video of him, like, in blackface, and he was like, ooh, girl, I just got my weave done. I'm like, that was so whack. And I know Doja Cat probably was crying, laughing with That's tears coming down. You remember her. somebody said that she was probably wet as hell? But, like... <laughs> That was and remember he was like freestyling to Ludacris. Yeah, he was like my shoulders were up so high. And then at the end he did he did the thing I hate the most when somebody like does an impersonation or a rap and they like or something like that. Like they try to make it like, oh, that was nothing. Like that's like, you know, you practiced that for hours. He thought he ate that, <laughs> and he tried to like be real cool. And I'm like, Doja, like come on, yeah, this is cool. You want? She has no cool meter. And also, like the thing is, sometimes I be laughing at stuff she do. But like for instance, that picture, like that picture she posted the other day was ugly as fuck. I'm like. All right, I chuckled a little that's bit. That's funny. I ain't but gonna I'm lie. like, that that's me definitely up. 2010 funny. <laughs> yeah, but she looked ter- so horrible that I had to laugh. And it's even funnier because Tyrese said he's worried about her. I'm like, Tyrese, now we didn't forget your behavior a few years ago. Like, how dare you be concerned? Now I'm like, she, I know she's crazy, but you need to stay out of it. <laughs> Cooking up. Like, Tyrese. No, Come for on. real. You need the money yourself. Because I still we got, got the clips. clips. <laughs> I'm going to say, I got them clips. <laughs> we got them clips. <laughs> and I'm going to post them every time. None of us have forgot. Like, but that, I'm sorry, that be, that be men for you. They, <laughs> they act a the fool. They say they worry about Doja Cat because she posted a selfie. Like, come the hell That up. selfie looked 
terrible. <laughs> and she looked horrible. And my favorite comment, because she had all this acne. Oh, because of like, your skincare routine? There was a Doja drop the skincare routine. <laughs> And she said something dirty, like she used doo-doo on her skin. It's just she crazy. She's like, so too th- like she's stuck in like <laughs> 2008 to 2010. Like, so here's the thing. Like, if you want to be cool, date a guy from like the hot chili peppers or some shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's any group. Just date somebody from like Kings of Leon. If you want to be edgy, like if you want to be like, oh yeah, I'm respected. You went, you got a Twitch streamer a that Twitch wasn't streamer who sits on his fat ass for twelve <laughs> hours playing oh God, Donkey she don't Kong. Know her words. She horribly. don't know her words. Like you should have got somebody like Harry Styles. Like if you he, wanted to be a nigga like, on a computer who be playing a video game. Like not even good. And who also depends on what's the what you call it parasocial relationship? No, he depends. <laughs> Yvonne, you right. He depends on it. <laughs> His coin depends. He on depends on it because because on because on t- Twitch. First of all, I had to stop fucking watching my favorite YouTubers because they was putting a um Twitch, um like the Twitch stream on YouTube as a video. And people will send you bits. And bits is, like, it's money. So they'll send it. And they're like, thank you for the bits. Thank you for the bits. And, like, people will be like, um, they, they're like, oh, I want you to put this wig on for, like, certain amount of bits. So he depends, like you said, he depends on parasocial relationships. He got to be a good boy. He got to be a good boy. Okay. So it's just, (laughs) girl, talk to your man. Since you don't like parasocial relationships. (laughs) To my man. Thank you to my man. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm spitting all over the place. Let me stop. Okay. Yeah, Doja Cat. I'm just great new song, great new single. She ain't that's that. I, I will say it's great I, I new like single. It. it was in my yeah, head, but it's and just like, I don't go. That's why I don't go too far with Doja Cat. Is she a weirdo? Yes, but I would never be like I ain't supporting her no more. That's a lie. But like she said, I don't like everybody I listen to, and I'm like she's definitely one of them. Yeah, but. <laughs> Maybe she wanted something. Because I'm definitely like Wouldn't she kick it under with her. my skin. No, I thought I could never be around Doja Cat. Cause she she would just I'd be like stop it. You are disappointed. I feel like she like if, I feel like if you wasn't listening to her, she'd be like me 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 me. And I'm like, why you act like this? Stop 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 stop. Or she would do that thing. You know that unfunny face that girls do. They put their top lip up. I'm doing it right now. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> the like, thing about her is she would be so ridiculous, but I know I would be crazy. She would be like, she would be like, look at me, look at me, look at and me. People like that, like I, I but laugh I feel like you I'm, would laugh, and then you would like, girl, what's the stop? stop? I'll be annoyed laughing, like because you you're really crazy. But at the same time, she seemed like somebody to go to at a party where the music real loud. Like, you just dance with her. You know, matter of fact, y'all don't even come together. You meet her there, y'all dance, and then you leave on your own time. <laughs> yeah, somebody was like, she seemed like the type of person at a party where, I, like, I would be there with her, and then I'd be like, yo, when she leave, you'd be like, what's her deal? <laughs> <laughs> just just insane. Yeah. Just insane. Insane but, in um, the membrane. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, It is what it is. Yeah. So moving on to the 
Sunken, please. This week we have somebody new. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Anderson. Never thought that we would ever talk about her on the show. How about that? I feel like this show is like very much like me and like this show and Jennifer Aniston related shows are on the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum when of I the tell podcast you, universe. I never liked that leather face bitch ever. You never did. I just always felt never like when I looked did. at her. I feel like when I look at her, I think about the beauty standards from the late 90s and early 2000s. And this is why so many, like, non-thin, non-white women felt so unattractive. Yes. That's what I think about. And then when you look at her, you just be, like, trying to... The math don't be math. And I'll say that. I'm like, she's looked 53 my whole life. And then she show up in every movie the exact same way. And she's like, she has zero Um, range. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Yeah, dude, we'll figure it out. What's the deal with this guy? What's the deal? Um, Yes, so not cool. So not cool. You know, every fucking role, every romantic comedy she I don't want to be a wife. Um, so let's run that back. Yeah, yeah she never want to be a wife. She never want to be a mother. We get yeah, it, right? Yeah. Uh, facts. But it's just like, come on. Every movie, is she stay booked, stay, stay, stay being there, a leading lady. She is a Nepo baby, though, as well. Stay being a leading lady. Because she has like, oh, zero God. range. She's always like, huh. Side sweat bangs. Look at my side sweat bangs. <laughs> always that. One. Always so that time. Like, so long story short, we've had a bone to pick with her for a while, but it's just like I'm gonna I'm keep it cute. But now we got a reason. So yeah. beloved actor Jamie Fox, right? Yeah. He posted on his page, they killed they they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends. Hashtag fake love. And so a page posted uh, this message. Uh, like a Jewish newsletter and said actor Jamie Foxx posts horrific anti-Semitic message to his 16.7 million followers, right? And so there was some tea from saying that like um, Jennifer Aniston liked the the tweet, right? So she reposted it and said this, re- I mean saying that she liked what Jamie Foxx said and Jennifer Aniston said this really makes me sick I did not like this post on purpose or by accident and more importantly I want to be clear to my friends that anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds I do not support any form of anti-Semitism and I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind period so the thing is first of all you follow Johnny Depp but doesn't necessarily and let's just get to the point where Oh, but before we get to that point, Jamie Foxx did end up apologizing. I want to apologize to the Jewish community and anyone who was offended by my post. I now know my choice of words have caused offense, and I'm sorry. That was never my intent. To clarify, I was betrayed by a fake friend, and that was meant with they, not anything more. I only have love in my heart for everyone. I love and support the Jewish community. My deepest apologies to anyone who was offended. Nothing but love always, Jamie Foxx. So here's my thing. Jamie Foxx has never known to be hateful, to get into anything messy, yeah, to no. say anything like that. But we just have a different way of talking, black people. We have a different way of talking. Yeah, and people, I feel like, are dedicated to misunderstanding us and waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, they want, again, all black people are not perfect, but I feel like people always want to be like, see? They're not worthy of, like, their lives mattering or they're not worthy to be understood. Like, look, see, they mess up too. 
Like, I feel like yep. people and, are always pointing and like they, that. And, and I also want to just say this real quick. I feel like sometimes with um, the Jewish community, they can think everything is targeted towards them. And don't get me wrong. I know that the anti-Semitism is real in this country and the world. Yes. And I would never sit up there and, like, discount that. Yeah. But I do feel like there's a long-standing beef between the Jewish community and the black community sometimes. Which is crazy because there's black Jewish people. There is, of course. But... I guess the white Jewish community yeah. or the non-black Jewish community and, you know, the black community. And I just feel like there, like you said, is this dedication to misunderstanding and to, you know, trying to get us to, to hold black people just as accountable as black people try to hold white people accountable. That's yeah, what I feel like. I feel it's like that war. as well. It is. It's like a, a, the oppression Olympics. And it's just like crazy to me because like, I've heard that saying my whole life. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a church I've, and I've never associated it with Jewish people ever. I never even heard growing up until that day, no lie, that people say that Jewish people killed Jesus. I've never heard that. I'm yeah. going to be honest. I've never heard that. Um, and, he, and he said, hashtag fake friend. Hashtag fake love. Yeah. So you should know, uh, again, like, I appreciate Jamie Foxx for saying, like, okay, if you're taking my words literally, I see what, how you could have somehow thought that. But also, like, leave a little bit of wiggle room to not assume the worst of people, especially people who don't have histories of being terrible, saying uh, inflammatory comments. Because if Nick Cannon said it, I would have understood because I feel like he would know the connotation. I've never. Kanye West. Like, I feel like they, but I've never, like I said, I've never heard that ever. Like, I'm being dead ass serious. I've never heard that ever in my life. We've never even discussed, like, because I grew up, like, in church. So we've never discussed, like, who, I know, like, the first thing my dad said was the Romans. But, like, Mm -hmm. I never heard, like, nobody has ever discussed, like, the ethnicity of, like, who killed Jesus. It just was, like, people through so people, he was crucified. Like, it's just, right. like, we never discussed, like, what the people looked like who killed him. It and the whole point is that y'all killed a perfect person that was God's son. Somebody did. Yeah. So if a human being can do that to Jesus, quote, unquote, who's perfect, who's a child, literally child of God, Imagine what they can do to an imperfect person like you. Yeah, that's, that's the bottom what, line. Yeah, that's of it. what was the bottom line. If of, that's people can how kill I a perfect it. person, our savior. This is from that religious aspect. Then why would you be any different? They can backstab him. So that's what it meant. How Jennifer Aniston? Apparently, Jennifer Aniston and Jamie Foxx have been considered friends at one point. I I wouldn't know, but he he dabbled with Katie Holmes. Yeah. So, I feel like it's not... And that was so... Sorry to cut you off your mind, but that was mm-hmm. just so dangerous, too, of her resharing that and, like, exposing him to that kind of, like, you know, like, backlash because there are going to be some people who, like I said, who are going to be like, see, the black... Because I saw the, like, comments, people saying, like, oh, well, they want, you know, people to be like Black Lives Matter and they can't even, like, you know, it was... Like, and somebody was like, it's so, like, um, it was Jewish people who were, like, saying prayers for him when he was sick, and look what he did to us, like, our community. It just was, like, it got so out of hand, and it, like, kind of, like, as somebody who, again, I don't know everything, but as somebody who consciously tries to watch what I say, because in the past, like, 
you know, from, it's very whack to say, but like from Tumblr, like people have misconstrued my words and it has ended up really badly. It kind of like makes you just feel very exhausted. Like I just felt Mm -hmm. so exhausted when the first thing happened. I just like, I had, I just like, I was exhausted. I felt sad for Jamie Foxx. I felt sad for the black community. I felt, I just felt like very exhausted and sad because I just like feel like as a black person, people are, like I said, dedicated to misunderstanding us. They don't care about like, you know, we don't have like a language we speak, but we do have a language. Like, you know, like our sayings, people don't even care about, even though it's like, you know, within our community, but like people don't even care about like how we talk and they're just like so that they want us to talk the way that they talk they want us to know all the things that they know assimilate they just want us to assimilate yeah exactly and it's just so exhausting and so tiring because like i'm just thinking about i was just telling um my co-worker that like when i went to college there was like things about like the bourgeoisie and like european history that i personally did not know because in high school i learned about african-american history like Mm -hmm. i had i did not have an american history teacher um i did the stuff i learned about american history was like in middle school and then like some stuff in college but i did not know about certain things and like it's just like i feel like because i this happened before on tumblr too like there was a thing somebody was like oh you gassing me up, you gassing me up. And like, people tried to say, like some people in the Jewish community tried to say that people like, they were like, why would you want to gas somebody up? Like they were just saying like, um, equating it to the Holocaust. And I'm like, we would never be quiet. It's not about that. You also put gas in a car, right? Like there's so many, say nothing like that. It's just so, it makes me so sad. And it's also like in certain control over the meaning of something. Yeah. Like, how do you, how can you insert your control? It's just that when we say white privilege, it runs so much deeper than Karen's. It really runs this, like, it's like a switch that goes off in uh, white people sometimes where they, they, the nicest people you know, they now are like, but I know more about this than you. That's just how they feel. And it's just no, it leaves zero wiggle room for, like, discussion. And really quick, I just found out that um, Jamie Foxx and Jennifer Aniston are co-stars in the show, in the movie Horrible Bosses. Um, so I feel uh, like that's even more fucked up because it's like somebody you co-star with, and the first thing you do is to you could have just unliked the comment and moved on. Because yeah. girl, no, nobody really was talking about Jennifer Aniston no. liking that comment. Nobody. You could have messaged him like, "Hey, Jamie, what's this about?" Um, Call him because I do em. stuff like that. Like if somebody that I'm close to and I see that they like something. Or they post something and I think that's not in their character that I perceive as problematic. I'll message them privately, be like, hey, like, you know, and we'll talk it out. Um, but yeah, it just made me sad and like exhausted because I'm just like, it makes you don't want to like talk anymore. It's just like, well, what the, it's just like, I'm just speaking how I know. Like, this is how I was raised. Like, it's hard for me to get these, like this, like the these isms or whatever out of my this is how i was raised this is how i connect to my people this is how i talk to my community like it's just like and i feel like everything we had like not to be dramatic but i feel like everything we have like any ounce of joy or like any language we have or any you know connection we have to connect better with our communities and like you know coded language we have is just like being stripped away 
called into question. Yeah, called into question. And it's just very exhausting having to explain yourself. And it's very, it makes me feel like crazy because like explaining it, I feel like people think you're lying because they, you don't, they think like people who are like privileged in a way, they think that they assume and they truly believe in their heart that everybody had the education and like the upbringing that they have. They really believe that. And I was trying to explain to people, like for instance, there was an instance where Nicki Minaj video, it was like the lyric video for only. And like the way the video looked, people were like, oh, this is like literally how like Hitler like conducted things. And me, I genuinely did not um, like now I, when I look back at it, I'm like, Oh shit, this does look like very like Nazi symbolism. But I generally, as somebody who I will say that I feel like out of everybody, myself and the human knowledge probably had similar upbringings. I genuinely did not know in that moment that that was considered Nazi symbolism. Mm -hmm. I genuinely didn't know. And I feel like everybody thought I was lying. And I feel like I was like begging and pleading for people to believe me. And that is very exhausting because I'm like, I'm dead ass serious. Like I did not know that it's like when it comes to like, um, like for instance, a lot of people don't know like the Mr. Softy like ice cream thing like that was tied to racism like and somebody who's like either Jewish or like or just like straight up white they might not know that, but I know that it's like things about like a lot of stuff like for instance um the even spook spooky that comes from I mean I don't care about that now because I feel like it's so the meaning has changed over time that was actually a racial slur. And a lot of people don't know that. And especially um, because like I found out that through episode of Law and Order and like how um, if if you hear a white person call a a black person a Dan, that stands for dumbass nigger. And like somebody Mm. called my dad a Dan when um, like in like the 90s or early 2000s when like I was like a kid. Um, and he like wanted to like flip out on him, but my mom was like, no. So like, it's stuff like that. Like y'all don't know, y'all wouldn't know that, but maybe you do. But I'm like, I genuinely don't be knowing stuff. And I'm pretty sure that it's other, no matter how much money you have, I'm pretty sure it's other black people that genuinely don't know. And I feel like y'all really don't be believing us that we don't, because we don't talk about that stuff. Because mm-hmm. like, again, I'm not trying to be like who went through more stuff, but like in our, we talk about the stuff that we went through. Yeah. We don't sure. really talk about what other people go through. Like we'll talk about like, what like you know native americans went through and like we'll even talk about like you know what mexicans are going through right now it's because it's similar to us because you know we are people who we can't hide who we are especially because of Mm -hmm. skin color so it's like we don't really talk and even those things we don't get too in detail with but i'm just like i feel like it's just very like i said exhausting because it's you feel like you always like trying to be like hey like do you see i'm I'm really i really don't know like i always like leave with like i'm i know that i'm there's a lot of stuff that i don't know i don't try to pretend to know everything but it's just like it's just exhausting and again it just it was something that it just made me like really sad yeah it was just super unfortunate mm-hmm. and sorry i'm sorry he went through it especially given all his recent health issues and then for it to go through co-stars so i'm like oh that'll be awkward <laughs> Like, you work with this person, and you kind of probably feel like they agitated something. Yeah. You know, they agitated something. Mm-hmm. So, um, all love for Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. All just 
I feel like if I could physically turn my back towards Jennifer Aniston right now, I would. Um, and that's that for the sunken place. Yes, and also like we just need to, um, like understand each other more and like give each other the benefit of the doubt, especially when we know that we don't like you know come from a place of malice. Yeah, stop jumping to conclusions. Yeah. All right, so moving into common senses, this week we wanted to talk about alter egos and if we have alter egos. So, Sabria? So, I don't really know if I have an alter ego because I feel like, like the like for instance, everybody knows I go by Frank and Femme. And, like, I feel like I am Frank and Femme, though. Like, I mm-hmm. don't feel like, I mean, I'm not Frank and Femme at work at all. But right. I feel like I'm very, like, I embody Frank and Femme all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And especially, like, when I get money, I'll embody, like, the Frank and Femme energy, like, even more. Um, I guess I would say that that would be an alter ego. I did have alter egos, as you know, when I was younger. Um, and when I was shy, I had Emily, who was mm-hmm. um, who was based off of Emily the Strange. And that was when I would be, like, very shy and didn't want to talk or like I was shut down. Um, but she's gone. Um, mm-hmm. for the better. Sorry. But I feel <laughs> like but I don't really feel like I I want to say that I don't, but like technically at this moment I would probably say thinking about it, I probably do because like I said, my job I cannot be friends with him ever. So I right. would say it's definitely because a lot of people don't know. They probably think, oh, it's just her Instagram handle, like my coworkers. But I'm like, no, it's really like a lifestyle. Yeah, it's really more so much more than just social media. Yeah, so I probably would. I would probably the more that I talk it out, I would probably have to say, yeah, like I do have an alter ego. I do. So I'm just realizing I have an alter ego, um, but I've always been somebody who's wanted. Like alter egos, like I would go through different names, like on Facebook and Twitter. And when I say they would be names that's literally not related to mine, like my name would be like Bailey Drake, Amelia. Sane. Oh like, yes, I, oh my God, that was hilarious. I always would try to create. Amelia, like, are you saying? <laughs> yeah, like what the hell was wrong? I don't get it. Like I just would try to create different like personas, but to be honest, they were not the real me. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I it was so uncomfortable trying to fit. And that versus actually, was it just me? Yeah. So without thinking about it, I have realized that I had an alter ego. And it all started a few years ago in 2014. I put this wig on, right? I, on set when I was working on... On, <laughs> on that picture I sent you? No, oh. it was... No, that's not my alter ego. <laughs> this was like a blonde bob wig <laughs> with a bang. It was like a bang and a like bob. And it's funny because me and my cousin kept laughing about it. And I was like, as funny as this picture is, I feel like this is who I am on the inside. Like, this is somebody who's just really about their business. And I was like, yeah, Monica. Like, just joking. And it's funny because I recently went on a work trip. And um, I was saying that, like, Monica is, like, my business side of me. Like, it's the side of me. Like, when it is two sides to me. And I feel like the more people know me, the more they get there. Like, I may seem like 
maybe down to earth and cool and chill and easy going but people like Sabria who actually work with me on things she knows like how I am like I kind of got this driver inside of me like I'm gonna drive this I'm gonna make sure we get it done um and I don't care who we talk to I'm gonna show <laughs> up I'm gonna be like really aggressive and be really assertive and that person is not really me that person is Monica but recently um I was talking to my, like my boss about that as a joke and my boss was like I would really like to see Monica more like I'm serious like I want Monica to come out more at work and I just thought about that for a little bit like maybe I should start trying to control and channel my alter ego a bit more for my benefit because there are times where my alter ego jumps out right <laughs> like if um like there's a reason why I never fail at presentations and the reason why is because Monica jumps out because it's like a fight or flight type of thing like that person will jump out of me I'm a I'm gonna make sure that I do that correctly but there are times when I'm like trying to go after my own dreams and I'm trying to go after my own goals. And, like, I'll feel a bit like, uh, like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do that. But recently, I'm like, Monica, please come and help me. <laughs> and then next thing you know, it's like, of course you can do this. Like, yes, you can. And so I'm like, I've been trying to be more intentional about, like, summoning that side of me. Not letting it jump out. But more so being like, this is, I, I need, this This alter ego is just another portion of myself that only comes out during emergencies. Mm -hmm. But with training, I can just lean into I'm who this is. So that's what I've been trying to do. Like, <laughs> how Beyonce has Sasha Fierce yes. who jumps out, I feel like I have Monica who jumps out. Yes. Like, and it's like when it's happening, I'm like, I don't know who this is. Like, I don't know who this is. I can't be quiet. I can't back down. And I'm like, this is not a bad thing. Like, I'm not going to allow this to be a bad thing. This is a good thing. This is going to help me. Like, this is going to help me in life. <laughs> I just have to learn how to, like, channel it and also, like, not allow Monica to be cut through. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Because I'm like, for the next phase of my life, for my goals... I'm going to need to, like, eliminate as much self-doubt as possible. So if that means, like, stepping into this new role, then that's fine. Monica, that's a funny-ass name. <laughs> and it's so weird. Like, Monica is literally like Angelica's mom off of Rugrats. That's how I was picturing her when you said the blonde bob. Yep, Monica is definitely, like, think of the that woman who, who carry around a briefcase. Like, think of, what's her name? <laughs> Uh, Viola Davis in uh, what's that show? How to Get Away with Murder. Think of Carrie Washington and Scandal. Like think of women like that who are like handle it. That's who Monica is, and she just jumps out from time to time. And it reminds me of when you was like talking about how you be walking, how you would walk around with hills, and you. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> It's just crazy because um, I think that, you know how you say you're a different person at work? Yeah. I always want to be a different person at home than I am at work as well. Like, who I am at work is not, like, it's another part of me, but I don't like to carry that energy at home. Yeah. I think that things that make you successful at work will not make you successful in your family yeah. unit. Same. So I would prefer to separate those things, like, and be like, you are Monica at work, but when you come home... Imagine being Monica to your kids, to your partner. <laughs> Strict as shit. Like, you run in the household, like, it's a shift. And it's just, like, nobody would want to be around that person. I know, because I'll be on my, like, to, my coworker had to tell me to get up because I had to um, get a car for one of the doctors at my job. And also, I don't play about my breakfast. 
So I ate breakfast late because I was like so focused on finishing my task and I did not get up from the computer. I just kept on like, I'm like, I have, I cannot go. I have to finish these tasks. I have to stay here because this and the third, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, being like, if you had like being like that at home, that would be like, ew, why are oh you God. like that? No, I don't want to be like Monica at home. I want to be like Mabel at home. <laughs> <laughs> like sweet old Mabel. Like just want to be a sweet person, easy going. And like, I, I just don't like people have like, oh, fight or flight. Yeah. And I have just like fight or, Monica? you know, ch- relax. No, so Monica is, so it's like I have Monica or Mabel. Uh. So like fight or relax. And that's, I don't want to be at home fighting like that. I don't want to be at home being aggressive, being yeah. assertive. But it's just weird because recently I have been trying to like, again, like call on Monica mm-hmm. when I'm doing work. Mm-hmm. And it's been really, really helpful. Like it's been really, really helpful. It's like an instant, my energy changes towards things. Yeah. When I'm like, oh, I can't do it. And I'm like, what would Monica think? It's like, yes, you got this. Just here's what you do. I'm like, why is this changing? Everything is sick. It just goes to show you that you are so multidimensional. Sometimes you just need to tap into different like parts of yourself. That's to very, get things done. That's very true. And that's so funny because like I feel like I have no chills of it. Um, because I'm like, <laughs> like, I think you really do have, I think you have like your mainline mom side. Like that's very true. <laughs> that's very true. Cause if anybody yeah. knows of anything about me is I love athleisure <laughs> and she I'm, loves athleisure. She loves points. She loves <laughs> like going, walking around in the market. Like <laughs> I do. And I'm, you love sneakers, like hokas. Yes, like, come on. I'm very serious. And I love like expensive athletic wear. Like I'm very serious about my athletic wear. Like, I was just thinking about that the other day because I was like, on Sunday, I was like, I have to wash all of my Lululemon leggings because I'm like, I don't want to leave any unturned. I washed all of them. And then in my mind, I'm like, because I have, excuse me, I have three pairs that are yoga. And I was just thinking about this. I was like, because like sometimes I'll see somebody and they'll like be wearing their yoga Lululemon leggings to like hit workout and I'm like you can't do that like I'm like somebody <laughs> like I like using stuff exactly what it's for so like my yoga Lululemon stuff I my yoga slash Pilates stuff I only wear it to solid core I never wear anything else I only wear it to solid core and then my training ones I wear those to arms theory because I'm like those are like thicker those are tougher they can stand like you know they're made for running they're made for training I'm wearing those here so that you're right. I do have that like very like Susie home. Not, I don't want to say Sandra. Su- I feel like yeah. if it's not a homemaker, you're still a working mom. Yeah, it's not. It's, <laughs> it is like, it's like, I'm trying to think of like a mom that's like in the movies. That's like that. Like, it's kind of like, it's like a little bit of Angelica's mom, but like yeah. mixed with somebody else. It's almond mom low key, but just not, <laughs> not as toxic. Not toxic. It's like mom. what we've been calling ourselves avocado mom. Yeah, it's very avocado yeah. mom. Because I really don't play. Like, I have been for a month. I need to get new gym sneakers because the ASICs I got are cool, but like the bottom of my feet are like becoming sore because they're like flat and I'll be doing like very intense working out. So, like, for a month, I've been like trying to decide. I'm like, Brooks or Hokas? Brooks or Hokas? And I'm like, who like think like, what who thinks like that like i'm really like so focused on it and like right now i'm looking at i have like the pilates socks like i love having the right thing for the right thing if you know what i mean yes i feel like you you are like sandra 
Sabria and Frank and them. <laughs> and I feel like I am Iman, Monica, but I'm also like Paisley sometimes, you yeah. know? Like, I'm just this person who loves, like, candles and incense, and I'm just, like, always, like, we can blend that freshly, you know? Yeah. We, can, we can blend that freshly, and I'm trying to get in my, like, recycling bag for real, for real, like, yeah. fully. I've already committed to my hydro flask. I got my reusable yes. bags and all you those things. You know I but, love that. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. I love reusable bags in my hydro yeah. flask. <laughs> and Apple Watch. Yes, I'm always ready. Yes. Me, I'm just like, I need to be outside. I need to take a walk. I need a matcha tea. So these, all these different sides, I think, are great and convenient in different aspects of your life. Like, Paisley's a phenomenal mother. Yeah. But it's, like, weird because you feel like, how can you be all these people at one time? It feels like a clash. But in reality, we are so multidimensional. We like are. We're multi- I feel like movies make it seem like you're either the workaholic woman who doesn't want kids, or you're, like, the mom who's, like, making homemade applesauce all day, and you just don't have any logic. And that's so <laughs> rare that, like, that we we are like that. Yes. Most of the time, we are both. We are, like, that Cameron Diaz character in the pencil suit. And then we're also like the Susie Homemaker character. We're, we're Angelica's mom and Tommy's mom. Yes, all in one. because it mm-hmm. used to stress me out when we was kids. And people were like, what girlfriend are you? Or like, yeah, people were like, who are you from girlfriends? And I'm like, I'm one singular person? Oh my God, I don't know. Or like, when people would be like, what sex in the city character are you? I'm like, ah, I don't know. I'm not one single Even though person. for me, I was Charlotte. I'm Charlotte down. Yeah. That makes no sense. Definitely Charlotte Jones. I think I'm definitely... With a splash of Carrie. I'm de- oh, Carrie is horrible. Will you watch it when you get older? <laughs> no, she is. She's so confused. She's so... Ir- she is, like, not good. And she don't listen to her friends. At all. She only listen to men. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. I feel like I am definitely Samantha... Minus the like being a big whore, cause like you yeah, had your I'm you not. had your days, but uh, I'm not. But <laughs> like the way Samantha don't play about her friends, like when they was and like her that, money and her and the, these men, she don't let them play too much. Period. But yeah, you're right. She don't play by her friends. She do not play by her friends. And she fun. She's so fun. She, she always out exactly. and about. She's well connected. She's she's well connected with ease. Yes, with that's ease. what I feel like you are. You are very well connected with ease. Like yes. you know people and you don't even be giving a shit. Like you don't even be I trying really to. No, don't. But yeah, she. I feel like Samantha. I feel like a splash of Carrie. I'm mean, not Carrie. Uh, Charlotte. Uh, yeah. Because Charlotte loves. She's the same way I am. Like she loves. Like literally, I was watching this episode and like she had workout gear on and her husband both had hokas on and I don't know what leggings she had on, but they might have been Lululemon. But I'm like, she likes stuff that is for like she's gonna have those hiking boots. She's gonna have those <laughs> like. The, she's gonna have the weightlifting gloves. Like she's gonna have that. So I feel like in that way, definitely Charlotte. Yeah, it's it's her love for like a family, and I never forget that moment where Big left <laughs> Carrie at that altar. And he tried to come up to her, and she was like, "No!" I'm like, "That's me." If you never seen it, like one thing you need yeah. to know about me is I will come at your partner. Yeah. If, if they if they play with you, I will come at them. Same. So it's just like you. I'm. I don't, I try to be mature and stay out of stuff between folks and their partners. But if you hurt my friend to a to a certain point, I have a limit. Yeah. I'm in it now, and ain't nothing you <laughs> or them could do about it. So just don't play with me. And what just is she? Pre- she was friend. pregnant. She was dressed up, all yeah. cute. She was, she not was playing like with. waddling. Yes, she had polka dots on. Her. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, adorable. <laughs> adorable but fierce. Like, that's us coded. Like, that's us. <laughs> yeah, very true. So, there you have it, gang. That's it. That's our alter egos. <laughs> um, let us know your alter egos. Again, hit us up at blackgirlbrunch.gmail.com. Yes. Or you can hit us up on Instagram at blackgirlbrunch or on Twitter at blkgirlbrunch. Yes. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at imamate and on Twitter at itsmate and surreal. And you can find me at frankenfem underscore on Twitter and itsfrankenfem on TikTok and Instagram. All right, y'all. That's it. That's the show.